1: producing audio for every need, and Greta Pope Entertainment, for the finest in entertainment. Hey there, and welcome to the Business Savvy Singer podcast. Today, I am very excited to have a longtime dear friend with me, talented lady. Her name is Andrea Carlson.
2: Hi, Andrea. How are you? Hello, Greta. I'm doing great. How are
1: you? I'm great. It is so wonderful to be with you. It's been many, many years ago that we sang together, how fun, in a group called Airflow Deluxe in Chicago. And we were doing the music of like the 20s and the 30s and the 40s. And we wore costumes and it was just, it was a great group. Big band and four singers
2: were singers. Yep. Great harmonies, yep. great entertainment. Absolutely. It was absolutely oh. fabulous. We were dancing. We were dancing yeah. so much, but I tried. <laughs> oh, yes, you were. We were doing everything. It was so
1: much fun. So much so- fun. So <laughs> tell us how you started singing, where you're from um, and, and just kind of where your career is today. You're doing some great things today. Oh, thank you.
2: I, uh, you know, every day is a great day, so uh, I I cherish all the moments. Certainly um, for me singing, as I was told uh, when I'd be in church when I was two years old, I I would get out into the aisle and start singing. (laughs) Well, you really got it in your blood, huh, from the very beginning. I really, I I just have always just loved music, and my parents uh, escaped from Hungary in 1956, and I was born later, but uh, the my mother was always Hungarian uh, in her heart. Although my father was very uh, adamant, he said, "We're we're an American now, and we're going to be American." Mm-hmm. So, but I I couldn't help my mother couldn't help but being connected to the music of Hungary. So I grew up on Hungarian gypsy music. Wow! Yeah, that's what I listened to all my childhood, and. Um, and then, uh, you know, as, as you get to be teenagers and stuff, uh, there was rock and roll, but I, I never quite identified. And I think I, I thought about this a lot. I loved old movies. I loved the the, the way they dress, I love yes. just the atmosphere of it. And really, those Gypsy songs have that kind of sound to them. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I always connected, and I remember being in seventh grade and uh, doing the, the school talent shows, and there I am doing Let Yourself Go. <laughs> 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 yes. And uh and I did it with a friend and we, we did a little cute skit with it and then I, I picked up the guitar. Actually I always wanted to play an instrument but we didn't have enough money and I was the youngest and my brothers never did anything with theirs so they just said, No, you can't play an instrument. But I always had my voice. Mm-hmm. But when I was sixteen, uh my dad took me to a pawn shop and he said I could get a guitar. Oh, yeah, I wanted to play actually piano or violin. <laughs> <laughs> but but I was cool. Yeah, guitars. Yeah. So I bought the flaming guitar that was impossible to play because the action, the way the strings are, you know, oh, yeah. so yeah. And then, of course, no lessons. So I'm asking oh. everybody around, like, oh, can you show me how to tune this? Do you know some chords? <laughs> and within a year, I learned enough chords that I actually, I got a job performing. Oh my gosh. Because I was so crazy. Wow. You know what I did, Greta? What? I I still can't believe I did this. (laughs) I knew five songs. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought, I should get some work. So I looked in the phone book, under entertainment, and Mm -hmm. I found the Ramada Inn had entertainment not far from me. So I called them up and I said, I'd like to audition for entertainment. And they said, oh, well, we work with an agent. Uh, Sorry, you you can't do that. I was so distraught and my parents got home and I said, can I use your car? I'm going to go to the Ramada Inn. (laughs) And I went there and I said, I'm here to audition for entertainment. Wow. And the guys at the bar were like, well, yeah, let the kid, you so, know, sing some songs. So, I did and they hired me for Monday night. Oh my gosh. <laughs> With your five songs. <laughs> so, then I had to go to Lion and Healy in Chicago. I was living yes. in Hinsdale, and I would pick songs out if I knew them and if I knew the chords. Okay. And I crammed and, and I just learned yeah. a bunch of songs. Is that crazy? That is crazy, but you know, you were determined from that I, age, which is wonderful. I've been so passionate about Like, I was suppressed for so yeah. long because I didn't get to study an instrument. Yeah. I had my voice, but no one to accompany me. Right. And I, this guitar was the biggest blessing. Oh I my could gosh. Do it
1: myself. That is so fabulous. That is yeah. just, it's a, it's a wonderful story. A wonderful it, story. So once you once you began playing at the Ramada Inn and you had some experience <laughs> under your belt, then which direction did you go with your career?
2: Well, this kind of leads me to Airflow. Okay. So uh, I, I I started performing at the variety shows at my high school, and um, somebody who heard me at the Ramada Inn <laughs> told me I should try at this other bar, the Pirate's Galley. <laughs> and um, so I auditioned there, and then a, a bass player of the band that was playing there said I needed guitar lessons. <laughs> and I was I was so thrilled with that, but actually he just wanted to date me. <laughs> I'm,
1: you know, I was going to say that. It did not hurt that you were a beautiful young woman. That did not hurt.
2: And are still a beautiful woman today. <laughs> I just wanted guitar lessons. But We ended up dating, and it turns out he was in the band Airflow Deluxe when it first started.
1: Oh, so that's how this came about.
2: Right, and so when I was in high school, I met John Grooney. Okay. And when uh, they were switching over singers, uh, I had already started my own bands, All Night Diner, which uh, was a great little, we did just great three-part harmony, like a Lambert, Hendrickson, Ross. Yes, yeah own arrangements it was pretty i thought it was cool yeah and of course i performed solo i was going to art school as an art major wow i didn't think i could major in guitar how could i do that (laughs) but anyway uh then i auditioned for airflow and uh, they asked me if i'd be interested and i was like yes Wow. so that's that's how it all really changed wow that is fantastic that's
1: fantastic. And your and your art major degree is a, a tremendous help to you to be
2: able to do all of your own graphics and all your own stuff. Well, so I did the art for only two years at Columbia College. And I was so, I, I was so serious. I'm just like, so like get into it too deep maybe. And I was expecting that I was gonna be the greatest artist of all time. So I put huge pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> I I did the worst art ever in in art school. Even though I had great teachers and I got A's, I did fine. But I didn't like it because I was just trying to please them. Yeah, yeah. Mistake. Yeah, yeah. Please yourself. Yeah. And who knows what they like? That's they right. They have liked if I just did myself. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's but that's I didn't right. get it at the time. Yeah. So I fortunately was able to switch major and I went to a conservatory, and I majored in classical guitar.
1: Oh, how wonderful! That's great.
2: I never knew that. I
1: didn't know that about you. That's wonderful.
2: So that's where I have the guitar skills. Yeah. That's what I teach now at a music school. I teach wow. classical guitar. That's fabulous.
0: That's fa-
1: <laughs> And you I, play beautifully for yourself to sing. It's fantastic.
2: Right. And then I, I have the art, right, which uh, I, you know, I, my mom, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about my mom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, tell our listeners, tell our listeners, your mother was just delightful. Absolutely delightful.
2: You know she was she was a sparkle woman. Yeah, just literally sparkly, and I always just think, wow, my mother is so amazing. Yeah, I'll never be as like her. She, but instead she called me Andrea Andrea. because Hungarian, and then it was really Andrea. You're killing me. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I think that is just so great. I was always had my finger in too many pies and yeah. she she told me Andrea you, you have to pick one thing, one thing, only one thing. I'm like, ah, I can't pick one thing. I love to do it all. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's not until recently that I realized, you know, I would do the art for a while, then i do the music, then i do the art, then the music. And then I realized they're all the same thing. Why can't I just do it all, please, yeah. please, please? And so. you're
1: doing it all beautifully. You're doing it all beautifully. It's so wonderful to be able to tie in all of your skills and your talents and your loves and desires into one thing and you have really done that in in just an incredible
2: way thank you it's uh it was it took me a long time to realize that so I just uh you know being a singer is uh is something I really believe the hardest thing
0: Mm -hmm. ever
2: yeah because it's not even just about singing on pitch uh it's about of course singers have to tune each note as they go along, mm-hmm, right? That's so right. right there. Yeah. Then it's it's the way you say the words. Mm-hmm. It's the way you uh, use your voice. Yeah. And it could change, you know, and it has to be it has to be something soulful and deep and you have to reach yes. far beyond where it's the that's most it's right. <laughs> really it's the difficult most difficult thing. But that's where you tap into all your your history that makes you you yes you're absolutely right yeah that's great yeah because you can't you can't be an effective singer if you're fake singing you're right it doesn't work you have to really sing that's right you have to do your calling and that's what translates that's right and that's what i didn't understand with the art Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. do art because i I love it, and then the way I approach my artwork is the way I approach a song, the way I studied the classical guitar, every note, Mm -hmm. thinking about what that note meant to the next note is exactly the way a singer does it. Yes, that's absolutely right. That's right.
1: But, you know, it's interesting because, you know, we, we have to accomplish or master the technique of whatever it is that we're doing. Right. You have to master that technique, but then the technique is just a tool. As a carpenter has a tool belt, you right, know, with a, a screwdriver or a wrench or something. You have to then know how to apply that tool to uh-huh. to reach the goal that you're looking for to be able to to create the out- end outcome of what you're wanting to do and and that's you know they're two totally different things and that's why you see a lot of people who maybe are not so trained but they're able to really touch that audience because they've got that part of it and then you see people who are trained highly trained but they don't have that you know that pathos or they're not you know able to bear their soul to I, their audience and in their music and that's so important
2: it's, it's so difficult to do it's mm-hmm. so difficult because it takes, um, you have to be really courageous. Yes. You have to You have to go against what you think you're supposed to do. Yep, you're right.
1: Right? Yep, and do what but, speaks to you. What, what speaks to, to you? you.
2: Yes. With your tool set. With wow. your tool set. That's, <laughs> that's absolutely right. That's but right. But you know, that's like, like you think of Johnny Cash. Yep. Oh, my God does he sing one note right no <laughs> right he doesn't he, he's the master of off singing yeah but people <laughs> love he, it he is the best i yeah. i just i get just marvel or, or willie nelson of course that's a particular style the country western style yeah i think in in my opinion that's what they lost with any modern country western music yes is that authenticity i and, agree yeah yeah, that's why we love Patsy Cline. That's right. Another one, right? That's right. That's right. Just she was so great. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. So,
1: <laughs> so tell us now, what exactly are you doing these days? I know that you have several studio recordings. Um, and so tell us, you know, exactly what you're doing.
2: Okay, wow. There's so much, <laughs> and, and 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 it's all good. Uh, it, it really, uh, I actually, I have to say, I started with uh, actually stopping. So I, I my career stopped for a while for a number of reasons. I had kids. But mm-hmm. the other one is, um, I don't know. I think when I got my degree in the classical guitar, I, instead of being empowered by it, I felt like a failure. I thought, really? oh, gosh. I'm not as good as I thought I'd be. I thought
1: yeah. I'd be, like, amazing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, I will comment about that, too. I think that happens often yeah. when you are pursuing um, a higher level of whatever it is that you're doing and, and you struggle so for it and it's such um, a you know a difficult thing that you come out just kind of feeling stripped of any ability that you thought you had. And then you get out in the real world
2: and you think, oh, I can do this. Right. And so it took me a few years to go through my pity party. And um, then I got asked to play in churches. Oh cool. And that was great because I would accompany or sing with the pianist. We would do harmonies and it was just lovely. Mm-hmm. We had the best time in Memphis, Tennessee. And uh, then... Uh, when I moved to this area in Pennsylvania so I live in Doylestown an hour north of Philly um, I started doing some open mics and uh, everybody was writing songs and I thought oh why wait a minute maybe I should try writing a song I always thought why bother yeah there's so many great songs yeah yeah but I thought well I'll just give it a try. And um, who knew that would change my life? Wow. Totally changed. I won contests.
1: That's wonderful. Uh,
2: I, I recorded my first CD, which was a studio CD with musicians I didn't even know at the time. One being the drummer of Melody Gardeau is on that CD. Wow! Yes, at this award-winning, Grammy Award-winning studio. And Glenn Miller, the engineer miller not at all glenn miller that would be amazing that would be amazing (laughs) (laughs) that equally amazing to me is glenn barrett Mm -hmm. and um and he said oh i know people because i said i hear things i hear things so i would get together with the musicians and i'd say okay we're driving down a road it's ringing and the lights are are reflecting on the streets and then the drums are like the sound of the and they every song was like that was a dream come true isn't that something wow yeah so i brought all my songs to life and then um then i I, then what happened was if you build a whatever a ship or a church or whatever they'll come Mm -hmm. all of a sudden musicians were wanting to play with me wow yeah, so I, I started uh, getting. I play with now the top musicians of Philadelphia. My, I'm still like I, what? And um, <laughs> and so I did my next CD with my my Love Police, and my Love Police is named after a song I wrote called Love Police. Ah, okay. Yeah, and people said, Oh, Andrea Carlson Duo Trio, why don't you call your group the Love Police after your song? <laughs> so, it's great because I I play with so many different types. I have tons of deputies.
0: That's wonderful. And
2: my, my music now transforms to the kinds of musicians I play with. Yeah. So it's always new. Wow. And, that is so uh, exciting. Then I started singing in French. That's okay. a whole other long story. Yeah. And touring in Europe. Wonderful. And uh, so I, I did the, the next CD was uh, Love Can Be So Nice, which is a... Title track is my song, but one of the songs was licensed for um, the French version of it for a Christmas movie last year. How wonderful. Yeah, they play a minute of the song. That's a long, that's a lot. (laughs) That's a long time. No, and like in the romantic scene, Christmas in Paris. Oh my gosh. Uh, Chardon Francais. Yes. And, uh, you know, you've got to give me the link to that so we can put it in the show notes so people can oh, sure. access it. Yes. I think you're just the best. I should be interviewing you. You're like oh. the major. Oh, oh. my
1: gosh.
2: <laughs> I just oh. think of all the wonderful things you've done in your career and what you're doing now for all of us. Oh,
1: well, thank you. Well, you are my idol. I absolutely love what you've done. And you know, something I want you to talk about a little bit, I know that you wear a red hat. And I remember seeing on Facebook that you had lost one of your red hats. I know
2: yeah that one two dollars at a thrift store but it was you know a hat yeah. when you put it on it can just they they kind of i'm kind of shy even though i don't sound like it i've always been a little bit Ooh. and so the hat makes me in my costumes yes kind of, it, it trans i don't know yeah, it transforms it makes, you into your alter ego my alter that's it <laughs> my alter ego exactly that so i was on a bus in edinburgh Playing at the Fringe Festival, and I think that's where I lost it, or oh, maybe yeah. I lost it at the South Sainsbury grocery store. Do you want to pack in? My, I don't know what I did, but it was gone, oh. and. Um, and I was so heartbroken. and everybody was sending me pictures of hats. And how do you replace the two dollar hat at a thrift store? Yeah, you're right. So when I got back from from Europe, um, I looked into it further. And there's a shop in uh, Manhattan called uh, Manhattan Hats. I think that might. <laughs> like. So they offered classes. Wow. On making hats. She has over 200 head forms, wooden wow. head forms. And I went there and I took a class and I made two hats. Wow. And I, I copied my red hat. I made an exact copy. That's great. And, and another one. So, see. Wow, you are so creative. That's wonderful. Well, you know, it's all out there. Yeah. We just have to decide we're going to grab it and say, okay, yeah. I'll try. You're right. I'll try that. You're right. If you you're, don't try, what's going to Nothing happens nothing if you don't Nothing happens. Try. You're right. You're right. That's great advice.
1: Speaking of advice, what other advice would you give to singers who are maybe just starting out or who are struggling with their careers? What would you say to them to help them get on the road to success?
2: Well, that is a good... and That's something I really think about because I'm still on that road.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you're very far down that road. You're doing very well. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, uh, maybe because I've just completed this newest recording, every time I record, I feel like I grow beyond my wildest dreams. Record yourself. Mm -hmm. If you, you know, what we hear in our heads is one thing, but what comes out on the other side is totally different. Yeah. And it's, uh, it it could really be enlightening or in in every way. Yeah, yeah, you're (laughs) right. Yeah. Yeah. So if 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 you have, get yourself a quality recorder, or now just even like I sing on with my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a thing uh, called iReal Pro. If you like the jazz standards, okay. You could uh, download that for I think twelve ninety nine. I don't mm-hmm. know the price. Yeah. They have all the standards and all the. You could just pick your key, and practice singing. With this iReal Pro, that's great, and you can be ready for your next band gig. Yeah, because already practiced with a band. Yeah, that's great. And, and wow. then what you do is you find another device and record yourself singing with this "quote band," that's and great. Uh, and then you're like, "Ooh," <laughs> 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 or you notice how you improve. Yeah, that's fantastic.
1: That's great advice to really get people on the road. Really Uh get them on the road. So how has the pandemic affected your business? Um, You know, maybe how did you manage your business? What were your days like before the pandemic? And then what have they been like during the pandemic?
2: Well, before was quite busy. I was doing gigs, you know, at least two weekend, you know, two two days on a weekend, sometimes Mm -hmm. three to four, Mm -hmm. you know, days. So I was working you know, eight to ten shows a month, yeah. if not more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I was teaching. I teach uh, at Settlement Music School. I teach guitar three days. Okay. And then in between, doing whatever things I like to do, art and projects. I'm always, I've always got ideas and trying things, uh, learning new material. But then the pandemic hit, and it was just literally like a, like your car ran into a yeah. brick wall. Yeah. I, yep. I was damaged yeah yeah <laughs> I could not it could not even and my French CD was just coming out yeah um, and I would had all these plans of going to Paris and performing yeah. and then also uh, having my parties with my bandmates and, yeah. You know, yeah all that and uh, hit the brick wall and now I have to start zoom teaching but it wasn't yeah. zoom we used skype mm-hmm. and every lesson took three times as long because there's problems yes and then you're in your dark you know hole of just self-pity yeah but but fortunately somebody asked me uh, in scotland to do some live streams oh good uh, Weekly live stream so i started that was the scariest thing ever every week an hour live stream you see all my warts they're just gorgeous (laughs) I, I took it as, okay, this is a great challenge for me. So mm-hmm. I was so busy, just working on new music every week, and I got themes and ideas. I did it for six months. Wow! And um, then I thought, you know, I'm gonna, I'm also gonna keep recording. So, why not do my solo CD? Mm-hmm. So, my, my latest one is it's coming out on my birthday on Friday. Oh! Out of my dreams. Oh! Out of my dreams. And it's just me and Keiko's. You can't see Keiko's, but here you could hear him. So, Ke- <laughs> I always love to. So, Keiko's um, and I uh, do the music of Roger Hammerstein. Wow. Roger, Roger, <laughs> Oscar <laughs> Hammerstein and Richard Rogers. Nice. Um, Anyway, uh, it's to help support uh, the the home of Oscar Hammerstein right in Doylestown that they're uh, is being fear of being lost, torn down, turned into a subdivision. Oh wow! But they're trying to save it. Yeah. Become a museum. Wow. And a, a music theater center, or education center. Oh, how wonderful! So I worked for five months on that. so i'm exhausted yeah i'm sure and you've had plenty to do to keep yourself
1: occupied you know initially it was shocking you know everybody was just like oh my gosh but people have have come by new projects and new things to do and it's wonderful
2: we're finding new ways and look at you doing this for for all of us out there yeah. Thank you, Greta. Yeah, well,
1: you're so oh welcome. Gosh. I'm delighted that you were willing to be on with us today. You know, I've gotten such wonderful comments from people because they want to hear from other performers who are successful. They want to hear how you know what what can I do to to you know make my career better or whatever. So well,
2: you know, this is this is this goes into that whole thing of of you have to be creative. As, uh, as any kind of artist outside of the creativity itself. That's right. You have to be creative on how you get out there. That's right. But once again, following your heart, what's, what what moves you, mm-hmm. do those projects. Don't do the ones, oh, everybody's going to love this. Right. You don't want to do that one. Right. That's right. You, you only live once. You're Follow right. your heart. You're right. Do that one.
1: You're right, Andrea. That is the very best advice do that one be creative be you know stand in your truth be what you are
0: and right, people will respond
1: well to that they will respond
0: Yeah
1: well. I well, that's so. great Well Andrea <laughs> thank you so very much for being with us today I know oh, that our thanks. listeners have loved your your advice and your story and it is so wonderful for me to to chat with you again I see you all the time on Facebook we you know do all kinds of things but this is this is so nice to be able to actually talk with you today.
2: Oh, you too, Greta. And we're going to sing too. Yeah, hey, we're going to do our... it. That's right. We've got to put that on our list. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. you know, it could be really, really great. You're right. Let's, it could be let's great. start thinking about these tunes and even an airflow reunion. Yeah, that Woo. would be great. A Zoom Airflow reunion. We need to do that. Oh, golly!
1: Yeah, we're gonna do it. I'm gonna reach out to the guys. We're gonna do that. That would be. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Andrea. Thank you so much for joining us today. You take care. Happy holidays to you.
2: Yes, and you too, and your beautiful family. Thank you. Thank you so much. Beautiful soul.
1: Thank you. Thank you, you, Andrea. See you later. (laughs) The holidays are coming up, and it's time to start thinking about gifts for those special people in your life. Do you know an aspiring instrumentalist or singer? Take a moment to head on over to the privatemusicstudio.net and check out the many offerings. There are options for folks of all ages and experience levels. Put a smile on someone's face with a gift of music. The Business Savvy Singer podcast is brought to you by theprivatemusicstudio.net, Eternal Wolf Music, and Greta Pope Entertainment. Let us know if you know of a singer who is having great success in the music business. We'd love to share their story and their journey on this podcast. Send your emails to info at gretapope.com. We've had a great time with you today. See you next time on the Business Savvy Singer Podcast.
0: Have yourself a merry little Christmas. make the Yuletide gay. From now on, our troubles will be mine. So... Uh-huh.